Perfection right there. Perfection. World's Playground. To the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Are you ready for seven consecutive hours together as we begin today's very important because there's just so many critical things that are going on right now in our area, in our county, in our state, in our country. And we have a bunch of things we want to update you on. Uh, so, and from there, after that four hours and six minutes, we will immediately begin today's The Brian Kilmeade Show, where we are filling in for Brian. I just noticed because I put a social media post up and we did it exactly a week ago. I don't even know what to say about that. In one sense, that seems like a long time ago. And in the other, it's like a, it's a, it's a blink of an eye. But this is the second consecutive Wednesday that we'll be filling in for Brian, who doesn't miss all that much. I mean, when you look at the schedule that he keeps, it's quite remarkable uh, that um, he does all the things that he does. And uh, it's a real honor that he trusts us and asks us to do this for him. And uh, we're honored, privileged to do so. So you're stuck with me right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, which you have again made the number one talk news talk radio broadcast uh, station in all of South Jersey. And you are stuck with me for the next seven hours straight ahead. I begin in memoriam. You know, because I've mentioned him so many times over the years, I consider him the quintessential broadcaster, the greatest at his craft. And that's that's saying a lot, because I'm going to mention the likes of Bob Shepard. Now, he was a PA announcer, not a play by play announcer, but also Ernie Harwell, Jack Buck, Harry Carey. I mean, when you're talking about the pantheon of of the greats hall of fame broadcaster vin scully who set a record that i promise you will never ever be broken there will never be anything like it because let's let's be honest this country is more mean there's a lack of civility there is almost no loyalty left anywhere which is why i always say wherever you have loyalty Hold it tight. And I tell you this, if you have a loyal a loyal employer, for example, even if you got offered a significant amount more to go somewhere, you should think long and hard about that. You know my doctrine, and I know I created this one, that you want to be where you're wanted, not where you're tolerated. And if you ever feel that you're not wanted, you should look for other confines. You just should. You want to be wanted. You don't want to be tolerated. You don't want to be walking on eggshells. You want to be where you want to be and hopefully where they want you. And then that is, um, it's tough to find. But when you find it, hold it tight. So what I'm saying is, 
to quote Joel Olstein, what am I saying? What I'm saying is you'll never see 67 years. You just won't. Nobody will allow it to happen. Some bum will come in and take that person out. Uh, you just there's just no I can't say no. There's very little loyalty left anywhere. Vin Scully between the Brooklyn Dodgers and then they became, of course, the Los Angeles Dodgers was their broadcaster for 67 years. He died at his home in the Hidden Hills section of Los Angeles. The team released it after speaking to family members of Vin Scully. Vin Scully was 94 years old and he saw it all. He began in the 1950s in the era of Pee Wee Reese and Jackie Robinson. Then on to the 60s with Don Drysdale and Sandy Koufax. The 1970s with Steve Garvey and Don Sutton. Through the 1980s with Oral Hirschheiser and Fernando Valenzuela. The 1990s with Mike Piazza, uh, Nomo, and you follow that with now Clayton Kershaw and Manny Ramirez and right into the 21st century. And you you think about it. The, Do- the Dodgers changed players. They changed managers, owners, even went from the East Coast to the West Coast. But Scully was just immovable. And why would you? Why would you want to? Fan loved, insightful stylings, just tremendous and it makes me think about the longevity in this career there's a passion it's like music and we'll by the way we wrote a i think a really good piece on kevin bacon michael bacon the bacon brothers and even a splash of who their father was story that many people don't know that has a philadelphia connection to it It's a really good piece. Check it out on the app or if you navigate through the website, WPGTalkRadio.com. We filed that about 30 minutes ago. Worked on it really hard. It's a good piece. So you have 67 years, Vin Scully. You had Bob Shepard, who was from Babe Ruth to Derek Jeter. Think about that. 56 years. Even after he passed away, Jeter had Bob Shepard introduce him for the rest of his career. You had Ernie Harwell, nearly 50 years. Jack Buck, an incredible, you know, longevity. Harry Carey, 53 years. He broadcasted 8,300 games for the St. Louis Cardinals, one year for the Oakland Athletics. 11 years for the Chicago White Sox, 15 years for the Chicago Cubs. And my son, Harry Hurley Jr., does the most incredible, over-the-top, beautiful Harry Carey imitation. Oh, my gosh. You just, if you were drinking water or anything, you would spit it out. It is hilarious. But we begin in memoriam because 
these guys were worth it. And Vin Scully, oh my gosh, incredible. When we come back, it's not a mea culpa, but I thought for some reason, I should have thought better, that Liz Cheney's Wyoming House seat, the election, the primary election, was yesterday. Six states were on the ballot. Wyoming is on the ballot two weeks from yesterday. So I don't get to celebrate today. But we will in two, less than two weeks. Well, actually, exactly two weeks from today. Because this will be the morning after. And she is going to lose. And she's going to lose. Should I quote President Trump? She will lose bigly. 15 minutes past the hour. I'm Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio. 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. All because of you. Here is the Fox News contributor, Tommy Laren. John Walters and when you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Truth. 19 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. I like this one. I like it a lot. I don't like Stacey Abrams' comment. It's repulsive, and I find her to be absolutely disgusting. And let me tell you something. Pray every day. Pray every night. Get on your knees because Governor Kemp must defeat Abrams or I promise you the brutally dishonest Democrat media will promote Stacey Abrams on an unlimited basis for president. Just like they did with Barack Obama, this absolute nobody, unaccomplished, nothing And all they did was promote lie after lie after lie and would hide the truth from the American people, just like they did for Joe Biden, just as they always do for whoever the Democrat is. I'll get to the repulsive comment, but I was happy to see this in the state of Georgia. You can this should be this should be the law everywhere in the state of Georgia. It's not, though, but it should be. In the state of Georgia, you can claim an embryo as a dependent on your tax return. So in other words, if you're pregnant, you haven't yet had the baby. In that tax year, you can claim your child, your baby, proving that it's a life. And I believe it's a life from the moment of conception. But I love this. The Georgia Department of Revenue said that in-state residents can claim embryos with, quote, a detectable human heartbeat as dependents on their tax uh, return. Great. Fantastic. Here's what Stacey Abrams said. This is so repulsive. It's so vile. It's so disgraceful. It's so Stacey Abrams. She said, quote, So what happens when you claim your fetus as a dependent and then miscarry later in the pregnancy? You get investigated for both tax fraud and an illegal abortion. What, quote unquote, what a jerk. What a horrible person she is. Unbelievable. How do you even go there? Why why would you go there? To quote Jack Cittarelli, who says that? Who does that? They do. That's who. 
you have to understand they they think look this is the same woman that wants to be governor of georgia and said that georgia is the worst state this is not out of context the worst state in america that should be your slogan right georgia comma or georgia dot 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 the worst state in america vote for me i'm stacy abrams kemp is winning not by a mile though and you wonder how how could you know yet barack obama uh, no, I, I won't wear a lapel pin because I don't want to take sides. Now, wouldn't that be disqualifying to any normal person? What do you mean you don't want to take sides? You you want to be the American president and you're not on our side? You don't know whose side you're on? When I tell you that these people want to take America down, they do not believe in American exceptionalism. They do not believe that we should be the world's superpower. Barack Obama... Thank God something happened to stop it. Barack Obama was ready to let Russia come in and see every single nuclear secret we have. No matter how well you think you're getting along with someone, you, you, have, to, you have to treat that particular country and look at it now. Biden's made a, a complete mess of things where you have Putin saying – that America is the greatest threat to Russia. I, I honestly don't think you could mess up more things. Look at Afghanistan. They're bragging about getting uh, Zawahiri. But what was he even doing there in Afghanistan? Al-Qaeda was supposed to be gone. That's why we could leave. They're not gone. They're completely reconstituted. This guy was basically in vacation mode with family and comfortable. This wasn't just one guy there. You know they're all over the place. Oh, what a surprise. The Taliban lied to us. Biden trusted the Taliban. Yes, uh, Mr. President, we promise you that al-Qaeda will not be here. We will not allow that. And, of course, you have women... And everything taken back to the Stone Ages. None of it. Boy, I'll tell you, we, we, I know it sounds like a cliche and we probably overuse it and, be, and it can become uh, agitating more than informative. But elections really, really do have consequences. My goodness, I mean, just look. Look at what the American people did. Look at the last 18 months. Look at where we were and look at where we are. And they're talking about this type of inflation and atmosphere for, for a couple of years. Who the hell wants that? If you're 20 years old, see you when you're 22, 23. If you're 60, we'll see you right before retirement age. Who wants that? I would love one day to just maybe spend an entire four hours and only take calls from people that voted for Joe Biden and just ask you, fess up. You know, why did you do this? Why did you do this to us? What did we do to deserve what you did? And you can say whatever you want 
about mean tweets and orange man is bad and anything you want to say. I just know when you went to the gas station, $20 went a far way. Uh, you could just say, hey, put 20 in. You put 20 in now, what do you have? Uh, not even four gallons? $2 gas. Affordable prices. Excellent wages. A great mood in America, other than the Trump deranged crowd that could never be happy. They were never happy. You, you, you have to. I know it's hard for you to believe this. But I guarantee you, I don't know what the percentage is. There's some of them that are honest and will say, oh, my gosh, I wish I didn't do that. Whew, what a mistake. But I'm telling you, that I don't know what the percentage is, but it's not small. A certain part of the Democrat vote that voted for Joe Biden, they will talk your ear off. They will explain that everything that's going on isn't Biden's fault. Probably even try to say that it's Trump's fault. Trump did this. They can't, they can't, they won't admit what a mistake they made. But the pain that's been inflicted upon this country, and I'm, I'm sad to say, uh, and I hate to say it, but I tell you the truth always, whether some like it or not. And what we say has a strong, recorded, documented record of either being true at the moment we spoke it or when the truth finally becomes self-evident, proving in the end to be true. But the unpleasant comment is that the worst is yet to come. You're not going to like what things are going to look like after the summer season is over. When we hit the shoulder months and the off the, the winter months, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. People are going to be losing their jobs. Spending that was taking place won't take place. That's going to hurt other people. A lot of people that have been able to endure, my gosh, for generations, anything, recessions, great recessions, super storms. Think about how many places made it through a time. Now, we lost four casinos, and it was very, very challenging. We had a depression, actually, not a great recession. But still... Look how many people came out the other end after we had the highest unemployment rate in America, highest home foreclosure rate in America. The pandemic. Where about a third of businesses that used to exist are simply gone and gone forever. And then we have to listen to this this unqualified administration Tell us it's the best economy we've ever had. It's not a recession. I mean, torturing us with lies after lies. Joe Biden should be ashamed of himself for taking a bow the other night about the killing of Zawiri because 
he he created he created the circumstance that put him there and others in al-Qaeda. Make no mistake about it. Al-Qaeda is reconstituted in Afghanistan. That's the reason we needed to keep a few thousand troops. That's all we needed to do. Instead, Biden let all the Taliban go. They have all these billions of dollars worth of our equipment, military apparatus, planes, helicopters, weapons. Who would ever do this? And go try to make somebody care about it. You can't. The media is too busy covering January 6th and locking up Americans, many of them who did next to nothing. Look, if you went in there with a weapon, you got to go down. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the complete, utter lies that they are doing and saying for what they think is some kind of political gain that they could somehow salvage the Senate or not lose as many seats in the House. It's terrible. And we better, I'll tell you, we better come out strong on November 8th. It's all we've got right now is to try to take the republic back from these radicals who are destroying our country by the day, destroying it. And seem to be happy about it. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour. Three stories that you can follow right now on our app. Kevin and Michael Bacon, the Bacon Brothers. They were in Ocean City last night. Read all about it. But we also tell you some neat insight about other things, including Kevin and Michael's dad. Congratulations to Atlanta County Executive Dennis Levinson. He has scored millions of dollars. Check that out. And speaking of millions of dollars, Atlantic City will receive millions of dollars in federal funding to help prevent future flooding. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Humidity and dew points are going down. It's going to be a very warm summer day and a little bit sticky, but not brutal and suffocating. Sunny skies, dry weather, high of 89. A nice sea breeze will make for a beautiful beach day. Clear and mild tonight, low 72. Back in the danger zone tomorrow. Hot and humid, high 94. Heat index reaching for 100. Mostly sunny with a chance of an evening shower. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The number of people doing business online has... WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 38 minutes past the hour. We're going to have wide open forum in the 7 o'clock hour this morning. Looking forward to that. We'll open up our phone lines at 609-407-1450. More early in the morning in the 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hours, and then we will uh, come right back with the Brian Kilmeade Show today. Uh, If you go to my Facebook page, I have the whole guest lineup posted. We have wonderful guests, very important topics, and we're going to cover a lot of ground today. A big news day coming up on the Brian Kilmeade Show, filling in today for Brian. Yeah, I actually... One of the last things I thought about before I fell asleep last night was Al-Qaeda has so much presence in Afghanistan, but the whole Biden rationale 
for us leaving was that there was no al-Qaeda presence in Afghanistan. So how about those apples? Then, of course, the lies where Biden said all the generals support the decision. And it turns out someone quit, actually, because they didn't agree with the decision. And all the other generals did not agree. I knew that was the case. I knew he was lying under the heading, the motto of liars who lie about lying. Every time you think like a Hillary, a congenital liar, Bill Clinton, a liar, Barack Obama, a liar. Every time you think, never, ever believe you've seen the worst. Don't ever use the expression, oh, I can't get any worse than this. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. Biden is worse than Obama. At the time, you thought nothing could be worse than Obama because it was so bad. And he was such a bad president. This Biden, this is this is something we've never seen. When we've had presidents who have had strokes and the first ladies were really the president. We've had all kinds of things. Nothing like this weekend at Bernie's presidency that we have. It is unbelievable. And oh, by the way, not only is the president still testing positive for COVID-19, his symptoms have returned. So it's not just that, the, yeah, you know, you, it stays in your system and you'll, you'll have positive tests, some people for months, but you're typically asymptomatic. His symptoms have come back. So again, I wish nothing but well. Uh, I've always said that because the alternative, I wish him well because that's the right thing and that's the way that I live my life. I also wish him well strategically because the alternative, as as hard as this is to fathom, we are better off with having a teleprompter president than, it, than if we had Kamala Harris as president. Believe me when I tell you that. This woman is, by all accounts, a monster. Look at the entire career. Most of it, if not all of it, completely undeserved. And you look at how many staff members continue to leave. When she was a senator, tremendous turnover. And as vice president, I think it's been unprecedented. And I know. I know people that served in these positions. They're meat grinders and. You can't stay forever. And it's a good idea to get in and serve for a period of time and get out. But these were people leaving in record time and not just for burnout. I also gave a lot of thought to Nancy Pelosi in Taiwan. Once it came out, she had to go. You have to look at these things, I think, in the best possible light. It never should have come out. She should have just popped up and been there. But that's not the way that it went down. Then, of course, she had the military and the president telling her she shouldn't go. Really, really bad. Why shouldn't she go? I, su- I, don't, I don't support why she did it, but I support that she did it. 
And I know that might be hard to process, but we're kowtowing to China in a way that we shouldn't be doing. So when they tell us that, you know, play with fire, perish by fire and all these threats. She went. She left. And that'll be that China will do some provocative things. They'll blow up some toys around Taiwan and surround them and menace them and basically paper tiger do nothing. She went for the wrong reason. Whenever you're doing something like that for the wrong reasons, you do wind up with PR problems. And she does. I mean, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, a lot of other people, they want nothing to do with this stuff. Republicans actually, for the most part, have supported it. As do I. And it has nothing to do with being a Republican, but it has everything to do with. And I, and I, don't, I don't approve of this administration the way they're not acknowledging Taiwan's independence. I have to believe that we have a compromised president because there are just things that they're, they're getting away with and things that are being said that are not being properly responded to and has all the makings of he can't respond because they've got, I believe they've got the goods on him, his family, and that puts us in a very precarious and a very dangerous position. And that's my take on it. I get asked that a lot. Why does he let China push us around and all? I said he looks blackmailable to me. He looks like he's compromised. What else could it be? There'd be no reason to be doing these things that he does and these things that he says. He knows the amount of sun is taken. He knows in all these records that it refers to the big guy and what percent the big guy gets and all this stuff. That's why when they took the absolute position that he's never talked to his son about his business dealings, never met with any of his son's business partners. And then all these emails come out and Tony Bobolinsky comes out and photographs come out of all these people with Biden, the president, then vice president. And the media, you would think every day they were saying, excuse me, is that still your story? Because they still say that, that President Biden has never talked to his son. Now, we know we've got the email of him telling his son about an article that's coming out, but that we're in the clear. I mean, it's, it's all right there. There's no challenge to the veracity of these documents or any of this digital evidence. And yet the media allows these things to stand. Yeah, that's that's our position. Yeah, the president has never spoken to his son about any of his business dealings. Excuse me, but what about this? You should just hold it up. What about this? And they just don't answer. The reason they don't have to, because they know that the media, with the exception of Peter Ducey, talk radio, Fox News, with the exception of a handful. They know they can say and do anything and get away with it because they are getting away with it. Although you see the walls closing, though, because you have more Democrats now, even yesterday coming out, they won't say 
you know, that they support President Biden running again. You're going to see right after the midterms, there is going to be such a push to pressure President Biden into saying that he will not be running for a second term. Get ready. It's going to be it'll be palpable. It's going to happen. We'll be back. This is early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you and appreciate that you are waking up early in the morning to be with us. Uh, We're here all morning and then we will continue filling in today for Brian Kilmeade. So uh, hope you'll stay with us for that as well. Uh, busy day all the way until one o'clock today here with you on early in the morning and filling in as guest host today for the Brian Kilmeade show. A judge has struck down a San Francisco law that we have been trashing for years. You might remember I covered this. Well, I covered it decades ago because I knew it was coming. And in 2016, San Francisco approved a local law that allowed non-U.S. citizens, in other words, illegals, to vote in school board elections. Because remember, quote unquote, it's only fair. This took effect two years later in 2018. And then last year when we reported on this, it was extended indefinitely. So that's the blueprint for how they do these things. Right under your nose. They talk about it. They strategize. They maneuver. They incrementally take steps to get there. They ultimately pass it. They ultimately do it. And then, thank goodness, a California attorney by the name of James Lacey filed a lawsuit. And then he was joined by other groups that helped out. And they argued, quote, the state of California has a longstanding requirement that voters must be United States citizens, also the Constitution. This requirement applies to every election in the state, even those conducted by charter cities, because determining voter qualifications is a matter of statewide concern where state law supersedes conflicting charter city ordinances. It's just Undeniably, unambiguously true. But yet keep in mind, they got away with it for about four years. 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, and they were trying for the the quad, or would that be actually five, five years in a row here in 2022. San Francisco Superior Court Judge Richard Ulmer agreed, stating in his ruling that, quote, transcendent law of California, comma, the Constitution reserves the right to vote to a United States citizen, which is contrary to the San Francisco ordinance. Now, of course it is, and it always was, but they got away with it for more than four years, and it, two years before that, it was approved 
It just took them until the election of 2018 to actually do it. You may recall, and we covered this very, very closely, almost the identical ordinance in New York City was overruled by a federal judge just a few months ago, back in June. So in case you're wondering, how do they do it? This is how they do it. But the good news is we can still fight back. You don't have to take these things. Look, I'll give you an example. And we have a great story up on the app on our website. There was a, um, a double cross where the county of Atlantic was promised a certain percentage in the payment in lieu of taxes known as the pilot in the Atlantic City Tax Stabilization Act, which I was all for. Casinos were hemorrhaging. We lost four casinos due to the Great Recession. And I thought it was very important that casinos have an understanding and tax stability. And other people say, what about us? You you, got to look at the big picture. They employ tens of thousands of people. It's our leading industry. And it was a very, and you had encroachment from all kinds of jurisdictional competition, the Great Recession, all kinds of problems. And so I was all for the, um, the pilot because it would give the casinos tax stability and they would know for X number of years. And it helps them from a business plan standpoint. It helps them keep more employees and do more things because they know that certain costs are fixed. It's the unknown that is very, very challenging. And they would avoid that because of this. So I I just was absolutely unconditionally in favor of it. But along the way, the percentage that Levinson worked out with then Governor Christie, Levinson got double-crossed. And I I believe Governor Christie thought, ah, what's he going to do? He's just going to have to take it. But he didn't. He did the unthinkable. The Republican Atlantic County executive sued basically the Republican governor of the state, which, of course, he didn't take kindly. And what could he do? What, do you, what can you do to Levinson? He, he, he's, he's unbeatable. You can't take him down. Uh, so the only thing they could do was retaliate against Levinson's son, who, by the way, just happens to be a great guy. Matt Levinson, who was competent, did a great job as the chairman of the Casino Control Commission and should have been reappointed, but he was not reappointed. And there's no way I'm ever going to believe that that was anything other than petty, stupid, completely unwarranted. And and you know my, my feelings. Even if you have a beef, if you have a beef with someone, that's where you keep it. You don't go after their spouse. You don't go after their children. That breaks. That's my, I I have a doctrine about that. If I have a beef with Vince Mazio, you've never heard me talk about his family or anything like that. And it's not a personal beef. But you don't extend these things to family members. But that's what happened here. Uh, Levinson scored enormously. I would say Trump bigly. 
millions and millions pinky underneath my lip. Millions. Not one million. Millions. Now the state's going to appeal, and I believe they'll ultimately wind up settling. But uh, good work, Denny Levinson. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. 609. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. Wide open forum all this hour long at 609-407-1450. Hope you'll put a, well, you wouldn't put an extra log on the fire because it's going to be about 90 degrees, but uh, hopefully you'll spend a little extra time with us today when we fill in for Brian. I, I know a lot of people love Brian's show regardless, but um, it's pretty special when we have the opportunity to do this, and, and I hope you'll spend some time with us today uh, until 1 o'clock. We will be here with you and presenting a lot of important content and some really great national guests that will be coming up uh, and a lot of important topics of the day. You can imagine all the things that are happening nationally, internationally, here at home, elections. Uh, Griff Jenkins, for example, he's at the southern border. We'll be talking to him from there. Just a lot of good stuff coming up uh, when we fill in today for Brian here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 from 10.06 until 1 p.m. today to your calls at 609-407-1450 we go welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air good morning harry frank from ventnor good morning so harry i'd like to talk about a uh, sports story that has a combination of controversy mystery science uh human physiology and the philadelphia connection good one good <laughs> uh, this was uh, at the World Athletic Championship last month in Eugene, Oregon. The last uh, uh, runner in the 110 meter hurdles is uh, Devin Allen. He was running in his last race because he's just been signed by the Eagles as a wide receiver. Now, where the controversy came in, he, this is uh, a little bit strange. He, he was charged with a false start, and he was eliminated from the race. Right. Not because... Go back a half a step, because I'm, I'm an old track runner. You may or may not know that. Is the first... I don't want to get in the weeds, but is the first false start charged to the field? So there's one false start that nobody gets has a problem with, but then the next false start, whoever it is, they're out. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I th- it almost doesn't matter. I'm I'm almost positive that what I said is true, and it always was true unless it's changed. It doesn't matter. So the person you're talking about false started, and they were out. Now in the old days, everybody could get one false start, but what they found was happening is people were trying to get what's called a flyer, so they would try to time it. It's tough with the electronic timing. You're, you're, for those who don't know, you're on these pads in the starting blocks. And 
if you move and your foot is off the pads before the gun goes off, which is electronic, it lights up your lane and you fall started. You used to be able to get one false start every runner, but the, the short races were taking so long because there were so many false starts. Then you'd sit in your blocks and have to wait for the, the gun because you didn't want to do a second false start. Now they do one and it's for the whole field. And then after that, anybody that false starts is out. All right. So pick it up where you were, Frank, with someone false started and they were out of the race. And Henry, can I jump in with a quick question for you? Something I don't know, but I'm yeah. sure you know. In high school uh, track and field, how did the, how do they check for false start? Is there one judge, someone watching them, or is it done electronically in high school? Or? It's the starter, the one with the starter's pistol, uh, calls the false starts at the high school level. Okay, so he he has to watch you all. Okay. Right. What they're doing is they got the gun up in the air, ready, set, and then the gun. So they don't say go. The gun is your starting signal. Uh, And that gun is for even for the middle distance and the long distance. Even occasionally an 800 meter person just just spazzes out and and false starts there. I will tell you, they're usually pretty good. And I've seen officials actually just walk and 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 just say that that, I I just want to start again. And they you know, so they're, they're, they're not looking to to hammer anyone. But when you're at the elite level and especially in the sprinting events, they're on it. And it's all electronic, and that's just the way it is. And the policy is the policy, and away you go. Um, but at the high school level, yeah, it's it's one. There are other officials. You usually have a starter. Then you'd have a field official that would do like the long jump and the high jump and the pole vault and things like that. And that one starter is the one that's at the starting line for all the running races, and they are the ones that determine if somebody has false started. Okay. Now, here's where the controversy. He started after the sound of the gun, but he started too quick. Now, what do I mean by that? The the way it is in the elite uh, events, you're not allowed, you have to start, let's see, how am I going to say this? You can't start any sooner than a tenth of a second after the sound of the gun. Right, and the reason for that, I'll break it down for you. The, this, this is your call, is so enjoyable to me because I love track and field. I recorded these um, events that you're talking about over the five days that they took place. Uh, all these events, I watched not all of it, but a lot of it. I even know the one you're talking about. What happened was they're taking into consideration that a human has a certain reaction time. And if you beat that reaction time, even if it is a fraction of a second after the gun goes off, there is the belief that you started too soon because a human can't have that quick of a reaction. So even though they achieved it, my friend, it doesn't count. It's too good. And they hold it against you. It sounds unfair, doesn't it? Yeah, here's they, they charged that person with a flyer, it's called. That person was trying to time the gun. They weren't listening for the gun. They were trying to beat the gun because they're getting started before the gun even sounds. Now, in this case, it was, a, you say, a tenth of a second after the gun actually did sound. But if it's too close, 
they treat it as though you have done something that uh, is inconsistent with the um, the fairness of the race, and then they charge you with the false start. It's not fair. If, if you look, yeah. if the gun, if you didn't beat the gun, it it should just count. Yeah, and it was a thousandth of a second he left too soon. Thousandth, right? Which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the controversy about that. In uh, in these events, this in, in, no one has actually started has been disqualified for this reason before in these elite events. Now, in 2017, there were two athletes that came within a few thousandths of a second of of the hitting at threshold. In 2019, there were three of them that came within uh, 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 t- a few thousandths of a second. But here's where the here's where the mystery is. In 2022, this most recent event, 25 athletes came almost within that hit, almost hit that threshold, and that's where the mystery is. How could some these athletes get react so much faster just two in two years? And what they think actually is they think it's possibly an equipment or calibration problem in this particular case. So it's it's or or you just have in the shorter distances, there comes a point in time where you train as much as you can. You work on your timing. You work on that. um, uh, You get in the blocks. They do they do what's called some days you're doing. You're doing weights. Some days you're doing work with the parachute. Some days you're doing intervals. You're doing uh, just block work. So on the days you're doing block work, you are trying because that's where you can actually that one that gets that start, because I don't care how fast you are when you get towards the finish line. It looks like someone is accelerating. No one is accelerating. It's just some people don't fade as much as others. So you can get you can pick up time by improving your start. There are people that are faster than other people, but they're not as good at the start. They just don't have the reaction skills and they're always out of the block. There was a, I forget the guy's name, and he was a champion. He would have even been greater, but he was so bad out of the starting blocks, kind of wobbled even, like side to side before he – and some of them just have this ability to go up and out and shoot like they're coming out of a gun, and they get right into form, and away they go. So I personally believe it's not equipment. I, the equipment is is – incredibly accurate and meticulous so then that leaves only the human element to me i'm going to dismiss equipment as the problem and just because there's more people i believe you have more people trying to get that edge so they're right there on the line and if they're too close to the gun then it's going to say look you're a human you're not a, a computer and you couldn't have done this. You anticipated the gun. You did not go with the gun. That's the point, Frank. Harry, let's say, you know, it's funny. It, it, even if they, they say, let's just say possibly, for whatever reason, the gun was fired one foot closer to when normally it was, that could account for why, you know, the starting time was such a dramatic change. And it seems like it was only in this event also. So that's the other reason. I think well, remember, depending on where the starter's pistol is, 
Do you know that um, I'll give you an example because I used to time high school races. If you're timing the 200 meter race and they're starting over at the opposite curve of the track, we are taught. Now, I'm not I'm not a certified track official, but I used to be able to help because they needed extra watches because they only had like a couple of officials. So coaches were able to be timers. You didn't time the sound of the gun. When do you think we started our stopwatches? Uh, I'm not sure. All right, I'm going to tell you. We started our stopwatches when we saw the smoke. The smoke was visible before the sound of the gun. That had to travel to us. So it you raise a very good point. The proximity of the starting pistol and the sound of the, the gun. Now, they do it electronically. These, these um, starters at the high school level have basically cap guns, you know, but with a pretty good charge. So you, you could, because you have to, they're not just little snap, like those pop things you can throw on the ground. Pretty good charge uh, that you put into these guns and they're loud, but you see the smoke before you see the, before you hear the sound of the gun. So we would start our stopwatches when we saw the smoke. So that's just giving you validation to what you're saying, where the gun is located, and more importantly, where the sound of the gun, because they have, you you see how they have that, that gun has a wire that goes off of it, unless now they're wireless um, Bluetooth or something. But what I'm used to seeing is is a connectivity wire, and it's it's hooked to a speaker, and that speaker reports the sound. So depending on where that is, that also is a difference. But that's all electronically timed anyhow, so that's sort of unrelated. But it would matter for the runners that are trying to time the start. That's where I think um, we have agreement on this point. We're not going to solve this because I, I saw what happened. I think I know what happened. But there's just at this point in time, there's there's a lot of smoke and no fire. And I, I agree with you when you have, you know, several dozen people where it used to be never and now one, now it's 20 some. It does tell you that something was going on. I just personally believe that it's in the training and that they're trying to time the start, anticipate the start and get that slight advantage that when they are so equal uh, there's so many people that are very, very close within a few tenths of a second that if you improve the start, you can win the race. Uh, I love the call. I've got to go, Frank. Good stuff. 609-407-1450, open phone line. It's approaching 21 minutes past the hour. We ran a little bit long. We'll catch up now. It's early in the morning here, Sean Hannity. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. They all lie to us. Biden repeating his lie about not raising taxes. Joe Manchin just said he's not going to raise taxes. They're all lying. It drives me nuts when people lie. It's, yes, we're in a recession. Stop lying about it. Yes, this increases taxes, Joe Manchin. You know it does. People are making under $200,000 a year. 
at $16.7 trillion in the first year alone. And it goes up from there. So stop lying about all of these things. Don't allow the Democrats to camouflage this bill and label it something that it's not. It's not an Inflation Reduction Act. In business, this would lead to a lawsuit over false advertising. You know, an accurate title of the bill would be higher taxes, bigger IRS, and more inflation. Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Get money back with every gallon of gas you buy with a free Upside app. Just download the free Upside app, buy gas like normal, and earn serious cash back, no strings attached. From there, it's easy to transfer your cash to your bank account, PayPal, or even an e-gift card. Upside users have earned back over $200 million. Download the free Upside app and use code GAS12 for an extra 25 cents a gallon on your first tank. That's code GAS12. For an extra 25 cents a gallon on your first tank. Cash back is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. 26 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program where phone lines are open at 609-407-1450. Sometimes people ask me, what's open forum? Open forum is the phone lines are open. You call in. Frank wanted to talk about track. We talked about track. It's whatever you want to talk about. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Uh, yes, good morning. I heard that uh, General Nanan Mac Palauzi, uh-huh. I bid a farewell adieu to the Taiwanese people. I shall return. And the Taiwanese people said in response, no, don't. Please don't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I had to make myself laugh anyway. You did. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're not a democracy, actually, but she was a, she, she actually insisted that uh, America's determination to establish uh, and maintain democracies throughout the world is ironclad. Well, actually, what, they sh- what America should be doing, and actually was Shinzo Abe, the former prime minister of Japan before he was assassinated, had wanted us to join that alliance between uh, two Western countries, Japan, because Japan is Western by institu- institutional but by culture, they're Eastern. Of course, they're Asian. But by institution, they're Western. They're, they're the West. So we should have joined that alliance with, with uh, Japan and Australia, as he urged us to do, but we haven't. And also, um, we should actually concentrate on moving those foundries, which produce those microchips, which run our economy to a different place. I mean, during, uh, look, the, the, the strait between uh, Taiwan and China is about 100 miles. And in between that, it's a bunch, there's like 60. My, I'm not, I'm, that's an exaggeration. There's a lot of islands that are possessed by China, which can be used as launching pads. Now, I don't think they're going to destroy the infrastructure. That would be ridiculous. But they'll probably take over. A, they'll probably have a coup d'etat there, no, no doubt. That would be the smartest way to take over Taiwan. Not that they put ideas in their head. They already thought of it, I'm sure. But uh, that's what we should be doing. Instead of trying to turn oligarchies into democracies, because Russia... Iran and uh, China are oligarchies. They're never going to become democracies ever, and therefore they're forging the lines together. So why should why shouldn't we? I also want to make a correction from what I said the other day. Geronimo and the Chiricahua had a 
conflicts with Mexico along the uh, post-1848 war with Mexico, and that was along the Rio Grande River. And it was actually the Comanche that were thwarted inside of Mexico, even up to 1870. And if it wasn't for the American military, they would have continued to be authorities. They were making raids below the, the uh, Rio Grande River. So they can thank us for that, too. But they won't. And they're never going to get the land back. The land's never going to go back to the indigenous people of North America. It's not going to happen. I think that Native American people need to, you know, they need to come up into the 21st century. I don't mean no harm by saying that because they need to for their survival. That's what I think. But anyway, we're, we have such big problems here in America, and we have unenlightened dimwits running the show. Thanks. Thank you. I think they have come up to the 21st century, so I'm not sure about that. Um, even what that means. Uh, they're not stuck. They're not stuck somewhere else. And that's why you see such things as Native American gaming approvals that really no one else could ever get because this was – it was very smart actually. Al Luciani was the pioneer and it was really smart because it um, it created entry into a space that has afforded – tremendous wealth and so you see that that has happened on a number of occasions now and that's a um that's basically the government saying that we did you wrong and we can't make up for everything that happened to you and your families but uh we can do this and and that's why you see that um in connecticut you see it in florida and you see it elsewhere when we come back more of your phone calls please do not go away You'll be next, and you'll be right after that. We have plenty of time straight ahead on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio, 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station all over again. You did it again. Thank you. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Still me, 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Kevin and Michael Bacon, the Bacon Brothers, were in Ocean City last night. They've made it an annual tradition. I first saw them in 1997 because of Tom Cantone. I've written a very nice piece about this and their father as well. Congrats to Atlanta County Executive Dennis Levinson. He scored millions of dollars on behalf of the taxpayers of Atlantic City. And Atlantic City will receive millions more in federal funding. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Pretty much a zero chance of rain today. The closest raindrops are over the Great Lakes. It'll be sunny and dry across South Jersey. Very warm, but not that humid. High of 89, cooler at the beaches. Clear and mild tonight, low 72. Tomorrow, dangerous heat and humidity make a comeback. High 94. The heat index feels like temperature near 100. Mostly sunny with a chance of an evening shower. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Your home could be worth a lot more than you think. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. 37 minutes past the hour, 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You are on the air. Glad you called in. Good morning, boss. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you. Hey, listen, I'm going to make a statement here, and I, I would like you to opine on it. Okay. If you would, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and then 
Please come back to me because I'm going to explain to you why I made the statement. Okay. Okay? Yes. And, um, and for closing, okay? okay? Yeah. Something that's not getting, I'm not going to say any attention, but is not getting enough attention in the media. Mm-hmm. My heartfelt condolences to the people of Kentucky. Oh, yeah. You're right about this. It's not getting enough attention. I'm not saying any. I'm yeah. saying enough. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's 37 people confirmed dead. And they know it's, but there's many, many more missing. So, you know, at this point, missing means probably gone. So every time I've heard, I've ha- I've heard Governor Bashir. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a hater, but I think he's been really good during this. Uh, I believe his first name is Andy, uh, Governor Andy Bashir. Uh, every time he's come on and talked about this, he says, this is how many we know have perished, but this is how many are missing. And we know many more. Uh, so it's, it's going to get a lot worse. Well, yeah, they said, uh, the state police chief said that, uh, upwards of 200 and some people are still unaccounted for. Okay. I mean, this is major league stuff here. And I don't believe it's getting enough media attention. Here's my comment to that. Um, I'm part of the problem because I haven't talked about it enough. There is something about this particular human tragedy that it has not. Usually this kind of thing would become gavel to gavel coverage for you never know how long any. I'm going to call it a storyline because unfortunately we we. We figured it out a long time ago. O.J. Simpson was the demarcation line. The covering of the O.J. Simpson trial rewired the media forever. Almost TMZ, uh, like what it did to the media. And it's what people want. So, you you know, the old expression, give them what they want. And this would normally have everything that would keep a story like this gavel to gavel. You'd be showing... The foundations where people would be there with a microphone and say, uh, a day ago, a, a full home stood here. Now it's gone. Nothing is left behind. People went to sleep and they got demolished, never to be heard or seen again. Uh, Matt, I'm going to read your mind. Your, your question to me is probably why has this been the case? And when I have an answer, I give one. When I don't have one, I don't freelance and just make stuff up the only thought i have as to why this has not gotten the coverage that it that it should get because it has all the elements you can show death destruction uh people that have you know horrible stories to share people screaming with loved ones not you know able to be located all of this it has every element that means it should be the it story i think honestly the problem is this is just just an educated guess as a small member of the media. There's too much going on, Matt. And that should be first because we're talking about Americans dying, Americans missing. It should be first. But we have a cornucopia buffet of stuff, China, Taiwan, elections, crazy behavior, president with COVID, president with COVID again. Uh, it's getting lost in this sea of humanity. Brittany Griner in Russia. I mean, it's just, it's not getting its due. 
It's not, Harry. It's not. And let me close with this. Yeah. I'm going to give you the closing why I even brought it up. As you're well aware, I just was up in New Hampshire. I, re- I redid a couple of properties for uh, dear friends of mine. They're up there. Oh, so are you are you back in the area now uh, permanently again? I'm back in AC, yeah. Good, I just good. got back. Welcome back. I was up there for three months. I but know, I know. I was three-quarters of a way up a mountain, Harry, okay? Just me and my pup dog in this cottage, what I turned into a home now. It's all modernized now, but we had back-to-back thunderstorms one day, Harry, and this is the problem with these mountains. Like, Kentucky has mountains. It's Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Um, we had back-to-back thunderstorms, and when I tell you that this water, I'm three-quarters of the way up the mountain looking at a lake, and I'm a 40-year lifeguard, okay? I'm looking down, I'm looking at the sofa, and I'm like, these cushions will float. My dog's going ballistic. He knew something was wrong. There was class five rapids coming down the driveway toward the lake. Wow. And I'm thinking, wow, these cushions will float. Uh, the house was shaking. I was thinking about jumping in it. And yeah, you, well, and that would have, even though you're skilled in the water, that would not have been a good thing to do. What a lot of people don't realize, I think you do, I know you do, the power of moving, running water is unbelievable. And all you have to do is look at the um, the devastation in Kentucky. That water the power of it it you see the cars it's crumpled cars it moves entire homes completely off the foundation and takes it away sometimes they float away sometimes the power of the water just demolishes the house and breaks it into into just countless pieces uh so that would have been that would have been very dangerous especially if you're dealing with elevation and you'd be going down at that point, I'm assuming you were going up, so you'd be going down at that point. That would be um, that'd be a death ride. Let me ask you a question: How? Because ch- I love home improvement shows, and I watch um, renovations that are done in Alaska and all these incredibly remote locations where they have to helicopter and drop wood and different supplies and uh, heavy um, cast iron stoves and things like that. If you're off the grid. How did you get your materials? Well, I won't ask you to, how you got it. Was it challenging to get your materials to the work site? Very challenging. I Luckily, I have a big four-wheel drive pickup, and I had to make multiple trips. Um, uh, my stepmother, I call her my stepmother. She owns the building that I run. Um, her dear husband just passed from cancer, but uh, she, I said, Marianne, I just put 5,460 miles on this truck up here. I could have drove to California yeah. and back halfway. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah, two-thirds, 3,000 plus, yeah, 2,000. Uh, so, yeah, I figured it would be very, very challenging. And I imagine the, uh, I'll call it restoration or renovation, the renovation came out very nice. Uh, yeah, man, I, I got the pictures I was showing to you. It was, uh, it was just like a 1970s, like, lake cottage that we totally modernized well let me let me ask you do you like the show cabin masters yeah he's he's good that guy oh my god and it's a whole family uh but i know who you're talking about you're talking about chase morrow uh 
that family, and then they have people that are almost like family that work with them. It's a small crew. But the beautiful renovations that they do in Maine of these cabins, in some cases that are just completely falling apart, is amazing. Send me a few pictures, Matt. Uh, I'm a big fan. I, I love to see that kind of thing. Send me some before and send me some of your after work. And for right now, I've got to go. Uh, let me get this break in. And when we come back, we'll be uninterrupted until the top of the hour. And you will join the program next. It is early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Then we have a great 8 o'clock hour and 9 o'clock hour. And then I will be back for today's Brian Kilmeade show. Filling in for Brian. And we have obviously sort of touching on it with Matt. So many issues which really does answer, I think, Matt's question. How could something so devastating, so heartbreaking, yet it's not really... uh, I will say Fox News is doing a good job with it, and they prioritize it in their various news coverage that they do. But I know what Matt's saying, and I agree with them. It's, generally speaking, getting the bums rush, the short shrift, not being covered the way that it should. Any more cliches I can throw in, I would. We'll be back. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you so very much. 52, almost 53 minutes past the hour. So we have seven minutes until the top of the hour. Let's make it count. We are visiting now with our esteemed Atlanta County Prosecutor, Will Reynolds. Mr. Prosecutor, welcome back to Hurley in the Morning. Good morning, Mayor. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I really appreciate it. Appreciate you. What's going on? I, other than you are everywhere and and just it's going to sound gushy and, and sloppy and stupid, but I mean it. And those that know me, you cannot fake sincerity. You are off to an absolutely incredible beginning in your new journey. And we are better for it here in Atlanta County. We thank you, Prosecutor. Harry, I, I really appreciate it, and uh, as you know, I am a sincere guy and authentic and genuine. You can't fake that. You are correct, and that's part of my DNA and what my parents, uh, you know, laid the moral foundation for me to be the uh, the man that I am now and raising the children that I'm raising to be for them to have the same moral fabric and and moral foundation. And my 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 goal in life is two things: one, to raise great men, and second thing is to be of service to our community and this job is the best opportunity to do that there's no question about it and really i see you i I would like to ask you this i see you actually branching out even further now i'm not going to compare you to any other prosecutors past in our uh if you will or anywhere else around the country but you are taking it next level i see aren't you uh, Harry, I'm going to tell you, you're only as good as your team. And uh, I have such a talented group of dedicated and committed law enforcement professionals. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you, 
the ability for, and, and I agree that we are taking it to the next level because uh, of the relationships that both I have and the people in the office. But one of the things that I wanted to share with the audience and, and specifically with you for the public to know is last Wednesday night, we did a walk in Atlantic City. And uh, we had over 40 people from our office there, from the organization. And Harry, they were there as volunteers. They weren't there for overtime. They weren't there for comp time. They weren't there for flex time. They were there as volunteers. And the reason why we were on the street was I made a promise to both the governor's office, as well as Senator Palestina, um, as well as the constituents, that we were going to make Atlantic City and Atlantic County cleaner, safer, better. So we went out there to check out the lights, the surveillance cameras, how can we make the lights better? How can we make the lights brighter? How can we put lights where there are no lights? Because surveillance cameras, cameras are worthless if there's no lights, because then you can't use the facial recognition to solve crimes, right? In addition, it makes, you know, the, the little old lady who wants to walk to the store, it makes her feel safer, right? It makes the neighborhood feel safer. So that was one thing that we did. That was last week. We had over 40 people out on the streets. And I'm going to tell you the commitment level for our, from our organization is at an absolute maximum. And when I'm showing a commitment level, the team is showing the same commitment level. Now, last night we had National Night Out. Okay, Harry, we have about 160, you know, five people in the organization right now. I had more than 50% attendance, and we covered every single municipality that had National Night Out with at least three or four people in every municipality. And we had over 80 people in the community last night at National Night Out. And they were all there as volunteers. No one got paid. No one got flex time. No one got comp time. No one got overtime. They were there to support the mission. And when you have someone <clears throat> who is supporting them, like myself and Mr. Bergman and Mr. McKelvey, and we are supporting the mission and they are supporting us, it makes it a really great yeah. opportunity. Prosecutor, let me, let me be rude and interrupt only to, to make a point. Because uh, I'm a former executive and I know whenever you have people that are willing to come out that aren't getting paid, that aren't getting anything on the side, that aren't getting a comp day or any type of spiff, they are there because they want to be there. That means there's an esprit de corps uh, and a, and a um, overall, if you will, company atmosphere that people want to be there because otherwise they wouldn't be there. Hey, I'm not getting paid. I don't get a comp day. I don't get get a couple comp hours. I can't take a half day off sometime. So you are saying something very big here that this number of people came out for no other reason other than they wanted to and because of the cause, the purpose for coming out. That's a very good sign is what I'm trying to say. It is. And, and, and Harry, it's humbling. And this is I wanted to, I wanted to land the plane for you on two issues. One is. Uh, I was contacted by the governor's office last evening. I'm scheduled for Monday the 8th for the Senate Judiciary Committee. I want to thank Senator Palestina. He has been a champion for the citizens of Atlanta County. The governor's chief advisor texted me this morning with Senator Palestina and said, you guys are the best. You guys, this was a very long journey. You earned it. It shouldn't have taken this long, but you guys are the best, and you did what's best for the citizens of Atlanta County. And the second thing is, Harry, and, and you and I have discussed it a little bit offline, but my promise to Atlanta County is we are going to make it a safer place to live and visit. And, Harry, I'm going to target the drug dealers, the guns, the gangs, the pedophiles. We're going to be common sense 
organization to go after the people that are a threat to our citizens. And it's going to be very simple. If you're a bad person, you're going to go to jail. And if you're not a bad person, if you have a drug addiction issue or mental health, we're going to get you the help. We're going to be common sense. It's modern day prosecutor, right? Not progressive, not law and order. We're going to use common sense. The bad guys are going to be prosecuted. The people who need help are going to get help. And Harry, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Prosecutor, congratulations. I, I really do predict a unanimous vote. Uh, for you and your confirmation vote. We wish you well with that. We know it's going to go well. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, things we haven't even seen yet that you and your team are going to do to make this a better county uh, to live, work, and play. Great to be with you. Let's stay close. Thank you very much, and I appreciate it. And, Harry, I want to thank the citizens for the opportunity to be of service. This is incredible. Thank Thank you. Thank you, sir. Atlanta County Prosecutor, I don't say acting, Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds on the Hurley in the Morning program. Two great hours. Stay with us. And then I'm guest hosting for three more hours, the Brian Kilmeade Show all across America. We'll be back. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now.